You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's Curtains Up on another episode of West of Broadway. I'm radio host, writer, and theater enthusiast, Lara Scott, along with celebrity publicist and theater veteran, Will Armstrong. Hey, Lara. Welcome. Hi. Well, we're very excited to be chatting with Lori Wells today, making her triumphant return to the pod after being our very first guest. Uh, and also Jennifer Lynn O'Hara, who is an actress who is going to be our very first local theater correspondent. So we'll get into that in just a minute. Yes, and set your calendars for Shrek the Musical. October 19th to the 28th, Five Star Theatricals is producing this contemporary fairy tale in Thousand Oaks, California. Tickets are available at fivestartheatricals.com, and that's five, the number five. And then for something in the L.A. area, Reprise 2.0 presents Candor and Ab's The World Goes Round, starring Don Lewis, Valerie Perry, and Larry Cedar. It's at UCLA's Freud Playhouse September 5th through 16th, and you can check out reprise2.org. Also a number on that one. Don't spell it out. Reprise the number two dot org for more info. Excellent. And we couldn't make it for opening night on the 5th. So we will be there the night after um, opening night on the 6th. And we can't wait. I'm so excited to see. Um, and um, we love Re- uh, Reprise and Reprise 2.0. I'm so proud that it's back and going strong. And- I feel like there's a thing like the night after opening night. <clears throat> like we could make that the new night to go. The night after opening night. Like yeah, you can't they, get tickets to that. They officially get all the kinks out and yeah. everything. And we're ready to see. Yeah. Show among shows. Because usually they open, there's a show at least a night before, like the press opening and everything. Uh, The soft opening, yes, the technical term there. Well, Will, speaking of seeing shows and people in shows, I totally fell in love with your friend Lori Wells when I saw her last year touring with An American in Paris. She is one of the most radiant people I've ever met. She glows from mm-hmm. the inside out. Did she do a juice cleanse? <laughs> I mean, she's just like lit <laughs> up from the inside. She yeah. loves her life. Yeah. And she was on our very first episode, like I said a minute ago, of West of Broadway. If you haven't heard that, okay, you must go back and listen to how Will burned almost all of her hair off when they were working <laughs> on a cruise ship together. He tried oh. so hard to make her pretty. Yeah. I mean, I don't, it's not very hard to make her pretty. That's true. She's already beautiful. He tried to make her hair even prettier than no, it was. She yeah. is, I feel, she is such a gift to any theater company that she's with she is the heart and soul of every ensemble that she's a part of i'm sure because she's just an exceptional human being and i love her very much um and her hair did grow back so um laurie and i've been friends for years and i don't get to see her nearly enough so i thought it would be an excellent excuse to catch up so we're going to give laurie a call and see how she's been and what she's up to okay and i think we've got her so let's welcome back to west of broadway laurie well hey laurie we were talking about who, who was going to be the guest for this episode, and I was just like, I haven't talked to Lori in a little while. Do you think we can make her? Because I just want to catch up. <laughs> um, she works 
she owed me a phone call. Let's just talk exactly. on, on air. <laughs> so we've been watching on your Instagram, Lori, and you bought a lake house since we saw you last time. When when we had you on before, you were touring with an American in Paris with your husband, yes. Don. Yes. And then you guys you guys bought a vacation home, or are you living there full time, or what's the deal? You know what? We are full time. It's funny. We were on the road and we were staying in all these beautiful Airbnbs, and we stayed at this one lake uh, in Saratoga, which is upstate New York. Right. And we fell in love with the idea of saving up our money and getting a lake house and trying to live less than an hour from the city so that we could still commute in for auditions, still commute in for shows if we book Broadway shows. Sure. And we made it happen. We were on tour for 16 months with American in Paris, and we bought a house on Zillow, came and saw it on our weeks off, (laughs) found the perfect house, moved to West Milford, New Jersey, which is about 53 minutes door to door from the city. So and it feels like the best of both worlds. absolutely incredible, and we're so happy here. <laughs> I, Yay. I feel like just the service that you must be doing to so many New York performers who are trapped in the city, you are probably a, a, a getaway for them. Well, you have, you have no idea. So do you remember Garen and Sarah, who were the stars of our of American and Paris? I don't yes. know if you remember them. They were like the star ballet. They are coming today at 3 o'clock. Yay! <laughs> they are coming, and two other company members are staying, and they're staying for the weekend because it's a long weekend, holiday weekend, so everybody's coming. I'm so We're jealous. We're going to do a barbecue, swim in the lake. I mean, it's basically every weekend someone's like, are, is it, are you free? Can we come swim? And, you know, <laughs> oh, I it's, bet. It's like beat the heat. So yeah. it's like kind of, you know, Broadway Northwest, and oh. it's, it's amazing because, you know, we get to see all our friends, and we get to cook and have meals and be outside, which is like things you never get to do in a New York apartment. Exactly. Space is such a premium, yeah. at a premium in New York. And so for you to yeah, just and be it able completely to... changed our whole idea, too. Like Don had two big Broadway show auditions. He went in for um, Harry Potter for the play that's on Broadway to Brilliant. replace one of the main characters. Mm-hmm. And then he also went in for Come From Away for, uh, for a replacement <sighs> for the Broadway musical. And he, you know, was swimming in the lake getting dressed, going in for an audition is so different uh-huh. <laughs> from being on the subway, dressed out in the heat, yeah. and then, you know, getting to your audition and being exhausted. I mean, he's like swimming, kayaking, and then going in to do his work. Oh, so. my God. I remember um, doing auditions in August and being down in the subway in, like, a dress shirt and just, like, <laughs> oh, no. it's see-through. Oh it's so I wet. Mean, <laughs> oh, I remember yeah, years you know, ago. air-conditioned, but years of course, ag- the platforms aren't. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. But years ago, I, do you remember, Lori, when I made you buy that yak pack? I, it was a backpack, but instead of two oh, sleeves, it went it went across like a, like like a, a sash. Body bag. Like a sash. Yeah. But yeah. It, A, it doesn't work real well for women because it just, it was this big, <laughs> thick. <laughs> so Lori was walking around with a big sweaty, just like. Oh, cra- no. She's like, <laughs> I, right I love yeah. this yak pack. It was great for holding music and stuff, but yeah. Oh, the yak pack. You can pack. burn yeah. the no, yak pack. Terrible, like yeah. the bag lady. And I am still the bag lady because, of course, we're commuting into the city. So I always have like my three bags and, you know, the lightest weight, but with the heavy music books and everything in them. So, you know. Well, but it's definitely a, a great reality to be able to enjoy. It's like a great balance to enjoy it and have peace and nature and then be in the city and be able to be doing our work, which is incredible. So, And I feel like work-life balance is something that you learn with time, how important it is. No question. I did not know any. When I was young, I was like, go get them, you know, be racing around the city all the time, kind of stressed out all the time at auditions, like mm-hmm. doing good work, but... <laughs> Not not balanced, having no balance, basically. Just, you know, going out and drink whatever. Having my, my wine, coming home, getting <laughs> ready for an audition, stressing out. And now it's like peace and quiet, 
swimming in the lake, relaxing, wine on the deck, coffee on the deck, and then you go in and do the work. And you can actually have conversations because you're restful. Like, you know, the, the, the people that are directors and stuff are asking you questions, and I'm like, well, great, we have a lake house, we're swimming. What do you want to hear? You know, it's, like exactly. it's so much more relaxed than, than the normal New York vibe, which is great. Now, was it hard for you to come off of, you know, this crazy touring schedule, six shows a week, eight shows a week, and then just yeah. kind of be out in the country? Were, did you kind of freak out for a couple of days? Yeah, like, what do I, I do totally now? Yeah, I freaked out. Because you know how when you buy something or when you do something big like this, like a big change, a move, anything that's a big change, especially for an actor, we're used to change. But you, you, we kind of, Don and I both make very quick gut decisions in our life because that's kind of our MO and it's what we're used to. So we make very quick decisions so we we decided to just go for it and buy the house and take a risk Fantastic. without even looking at <laughs> the commute or the bus or like where the bus stop is or where the train stops are or anything so luckily we have a car because we can drive to like a park and ride or something but we didn't really have a ton of prep we really made a quick decision and the first couple weeks I mean, there's bears outside my house. Like, we have bears eating our trash. We have raccoons. <laughs> we have squirrels. We live in the woods. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's crazy. So I would say the first couple of weeks was a real adjustment. But having the space that we have, I mean, we have like a 2,000-square-foot house. Awesome. So compared to a teeny apartment in New York, this is much better. When you were staying, um, when, okay, you're, were you staying in the house when you started the regional production of American in Paris? Because I know yes. when you when yes, you and that's fantastic. Yeah, that's yeah fantastic. so I got to drive. So it was in Algonquin, Maine, which is a cute little vacation town in Maine, which is adorable. Which uh, where is the, it uh, houses the Algonquin Playhouse, which just uh, actually does tons of like um, New York transfers and stuff. They just did Smokey Joe's before it came to New York. Yeah. So they they do some great stuff. And we did the first regional premiere of American in Paris, which they had a whole different take on. Basically, the Gershwins and everybody wanted to try doing um, a more Gene Kelly tap soft shoe version, which you would have loved. Yeah, you're speaking my language. Um, More like a soft shoe (laughs) tap version of an American in Paris to to be in contrast to the Christopher Wielded ballet that we did. He wanted more of a like peppy, upbeat Gene Kelly, you know, just post-World War II, like, just happy, joyful kind of celebration. I'm picturing the Anchors so, Away scene. Yeah, Remember where he's, like, dancing amazing. with the yeah. And I just got to drive my car up there, which is, you know, it's five hours away. So I drove the car and, and stayed there for three weeks and did it and then just drove home. And what role were you? It, it was different. You, you were I was so- playing my – okay, so on the tour, I was at Olga, the ballet teacher, right. and a couple other little parts. And here I was Milo, the, Amer- the very, the, basically another American in Paris. She's the rich one that exactly. kind of yes. falls in love with Jerry. And she's, she's you know, an art collector and, and uh, you know, just kind of a rich socialite, basically, from America. So she comes to Paris to kind of forge her way in the art world post-World War II. And she also then meets Jerry and kind of falls in love with him and then gets her heart broken, of course, because he chooses leaves. So I get to sing that, but not for me, that beautiful, mm. like, counter ballad thing they do in Act 2. And I get to do, shall we dance or keep on moping? Because I have all, like, really great fun songs. That's so, I wish I could have seen you in that. that I love been... your voice. It was, oh, it was so, beautiful. so fun. And I loved playing the role. Like, I just, I didn't even, it's funny because in the tour, you know, you're doing what you're doing. You're not thinking, oh, I should be doing that or something else. So I was very happy doing what I was doing in the show. And then when I got Milo, I was like, oh, my God, I love this role. Like, I could have done it 
for two years. Like, it's just so fun to sing that music. Exactly. So. Another show that's near and dear to my heart, uh, which I know is to yours as well, is 42nd Street. And you've played yes. Dorothy Brock uh, in the past, and um, you're working on a new project. Yes. So this is kind of, you know, new news, but my director from uh, Jeffrey Denman, who I think you might even know. Do you know Jeffrey Denman? I, I, the name sounds familiar. It's Do you know that name? Yes. Jeffrey Denman? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Will? How. Yes, I do. I, I, I know the name, but I don't remember how I know him. Okay, because I, I even thought you might have worked with him. He's an old school kind of song and dance guy, my age, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And he, he directed American in Paris. And he has now, you know, there's a, there's a book of 42nd Street. I don't even know who wrote it, the novel of 42nd Street, I guess. I'm not even sure what it's called. I guess it might be called 42nd Street, but it might be called something else. And he's doing, he's written an adaptation, a play version, three acts, where it's just a much darker scene. Peggy kind of takes the lead, but Dorothy never, you know, never really turns around. Like she doesn't come and teach her how to be better and all that. She kind of gets heartbroken and, and you know, kind of gets pushed out of business because of age and all that stuff. Well, and if you think so, about um, it, th- we're like... going to do next week. We're doing a reading in New York um, of this of this version, and so we'll do it for producers and stuff, and and hope that someone is interested. Well, it just makes so much sense because it's it's. The depression era and yeah. the, the hardcore, like the the chew you up and spit you out entertainment world. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a, a a hard reality, and I feel like that's exactly exactly. Really, really and the a musical is awesome, but mm-hmm. you know, it has like a happy ending. Everyone gets what they want. It, it kind of has this. Oh, Dorothy turns around and just is a good person. You know, and then this is going to be a very. Yeah, very much centered depression and and just a darker kind of take on it, which I'm really excited to look at. Heck yeah, heck yeah, that sounds yeah. super yeah. fun. And, uh, and congratulations! I wish you were going to be my Billy. <laughs> I, uh, I'm sure it's going to be amazing, and I I wish you got you and the rest of the cast a ton of luck. Um, that's fantastic. Oh, thank you. Yeah, congratulations. Do you have anything else in the works that we can keep an eye out for you in? Um, you know what? Right now, I'm just totally I'm like. I just auditioned for a production of Next to Normal um, to play Ooh. Diana, which would be amazing. Heck yeah. Uh, at, at, uh, in Fort Worth, Texas at Casa Manana, which is a great theater. Sure. Um, a oh, couple of things there. in the yeah. work. Don and I are up for a production of Sound of Music at Alabama Shakespeare. So, you know, there's a couple things that we've had callbacks for that are going really well, but we don't know yet. So I will definitely keep you guys posted when I know the next thing that I'm doing. What yeah. role? What role for Sound of Music? Elsa, oh. the kind of rich, I of guess rich heiress. Oh my gosh, my right you now. would be incredible <laughs> in that role. I would love to see you in that role. Amazing. Oh, well, please. And Don went in for Georg, of course. Of so, course. And they wanted a Georg who could play guitar and sing Edelweiss and stuff, so he, he did great. So yeah. who knows? That could work out, which would be great. Please give Don my love. He's such a I will. He's right here. I will oh. tell him. Hi, Don. Hi, Don. Hi, oh. Hi Don. <laughs> And you're like, until then, we will be kayaking and swimming and just yeah, living life out here. Until we meet again, I will see you. Yeah, I'll yes. be waiting from the lake. Yes, and, 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 and please watch out for bears. Yeah. <laughs> Post the video on YouTube. People love that with the bears like getting into the trash cans and everything. Well, well, we wish we had had like a cam, like a night cam. Yeah. because. We heard him dragging our trash can around, but mm-hmm. we couldn't go out there, no. of course. You know? <laughs> Don't go outside. <laughs> There's a bear. Let him do his magic. <laughs> yeah. Aw, well, Lori, thank you so much for joining us, and we look forward to seeing you and speaking with you uh, again very soon. Me too. I miss you guys, and I'll keep you posted on everything. Love awesome. you loads. Thanks, Bye, Lori. Okay, love Bye. you. Wish you all the best. Oh, she's the best. Bye, guys. Bye.
You're listening to West of Broadway with Will Armstrong and Lara Scott. Well, there are some really cool things in the works for West of Broadway. Yes, yeah, so that hopefully we will be able to talk about soon. But um, it got us thinking that we need to bring in some theater correspondence because, you know, we can only see so many shows. Sadly, I wish I could clone myself and you could clone yourself. <laughs> and that would that would help with my kids, too, actually. Yeah, but until that day, we're excited to introduce you to Jennifer Lynn O'Hara, um, who is going to be one of our correspondents, or I like to call ensemble members, on some of the shows yes. that she sees in Southern California. Now, I call her J. Jay, because we've known each other for years, we have a mutual friend who was like, you're vegetarian, she's vegetarian, you guys should meet. And so we did at a vegetarian restaurant in West Covina. Very and we've been we've been friends ever since. It's been really fun to watch her career develop. That's awesome. And uh, she her first lead role came at the age of six, and she's been hooked ever since. She's been a student of singing, musical instruments, dance her whole life, and she has appeared in over 70 local, regional, and touring productions. And a student of acting, we should add. Oh, yes. yes that's you. Yeah. Yes. And um, a student of life. Yeah. <laughs> I went to the School of Hard Knocks. But she's traded in the stage lights for film lights, and she can be seen in several current and upcoming projects. Welcome, JJ, hey, JJ. to West of Broadway. Hi. And I realized I was calling you JJ. Is it okay to call you JJ as we're talking? Absolutely, you can call me JJ. You bet. Okay, I don't think I've ever called you Jennifer. You know, it, it's a beautiful name. Jennifer Lynn is so pretty. Jennifer Lynn. Aww. That would be, I mean, the O'Hara just makes it that much extra, but I just know. Jennifer Lynn is just <laughs> beautiful. Well, you know what? Let's just jump right in, JJ. We have so much we want to ask you, but we were just saying that your first lead role came at the age of six, but were you showing an interest in performing even before that tender age? Yeah, you know, my mom famously says that I was singing before I could talk and I was dancing before I could walk. And she actually has photographic evidence. Yep. Um, so it was something that I think I was born to do, and uh, it just kind of happened that way, that it's luckily, and thank God, I've just been able to, to do that. It's my life's passion. is also my life's work. It's so fascinating to see, like, the kids that have it at such an early age or, like, that kid. Either they show an exceptional like, um, ability with, like, their, like their body is just built for dancing with their turnout or mm -hmm. the way they feel or the way they hear music or understand or just the way that they need to be the center of attention. And I love <laughs> parents that take those kids and put them into class as soon as possible to really hone those skills because it, 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 it just sets you up for success, I think. Yeah, and you know what? And and you don't necessarily have to be born a certain way or with a certain thing because I think really it comes out of love mm -hmm. because a lot of the things within the arts, whether it's music or, or dance or writing or any of those things, they can all be taught. And some people have an easier time of learning it, but really a lot of it just can be taught. Absolutely. And, and just being around, the, like, Theater, dance, music, it just, it, the more you do it, the more you're around it, the more you appreciate it, and the more that, that love affair grows. Yeah, so true. What was your first lead role, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> I played, ready for this? I played Chicken Little yes! in our community production Aww. of Chicken Little. <laughs> Very but nice. And I still remember my lines, the what sky was it? is falling, the sky is falling. Yep. <laughs> So it was str it was true to text, yes. very nice. <laughs> but that's, I think, why smaller theaters, like I mean, they're important for so many reasons, but you hear so many people saying, oh, I got my, my start in the little local theater production of this or the elementary school production of The Wizard of Oz or whatever it was. And, and look at everything you're doing now. Were there other shows that you saw when you were little that had a big impact on you that made you think, this is what I want to do? You know, there were so many shows. There were things, you know, even on, on just TV, like Singing in the Rain with, you know, Debbie Reynolds and Gene Kelly. Those, those were the things that made me love not only singing and dance, but also just 
storytelling Absolutely. and how it can be beautifully done, whether it's on stage or in film. Of course, there were other things that I would see as a kid, whether it's, you know, uh, just going to the circus and seeing seeing the performers on the trapeze and how beautiful they just painted this picture in the air and thinking, you know, gosh, I would love to tell stories like that just with my body or with my voice or whatever. It was so all of those things, whether it's music or dance, they all kind of just come together and and um, and made me want to do it for a living. JJ, what made you choose to do that in Los Angeles over like New York City? Well, I I grew up in the Pacific Northwest, and I kind of felt that I had I had done all of the theater that I could do in the Pacific Northwest, and right. there wasn't really um, much more growth at the time. And so I thought, well, you know, I will I will move to a bigger pond. So I <laughs> moved to Los Angeles. Very nice. And um, yeah, it is. It's so there's so many great theaters, um, whether they're little black box, ninety nine seats, or the the Pantages or the Almonds. It's just such a great environment to be, and we're so fortunate to have so much. Uh, um, so much to, to, to see and enjoy. And thank you so much for being part of our team to help tell these stories and, and to celebrate all of this musical theater with us. Yeah, and you know, it's interesting because when people think about the theater scene, Los Angeles isn't necessarily the first place they think nope. of. They think of places like Seattle and Chicago and all these other things with these amazing uh, theaters, even La Jolla with the La Jolla Playhouse. Sure. They, they sometimes will think of that before they think of L.A. But you're right, L.A. has so many amazing venues and such talented performers because so many of the actors that are here for the film industry uh, and the TV industry got their start in theater. And so there's such a wealth of talent here that you can see even in these smaller 99-seat uh, houses. So it's it's an amazing place to see live theater. Yeah, and I think part of that is just the you know movie and TV industry tend to dominate everything. You know, my yeah. field is radio, and believe it or not, radio is a big deal. <laughs> <Some places still. laughs> not so much here, you know, but uh, but we try to have a good time at my station. Um, but you know, it's interesting, JJ, what you were saying. I have a friend who's from San Francisco, and she made a, a comment the other day, like, "Well, there's just no culture here. I have to go to San Francisco for it." I was like, mm. "What are you talking about?" So that's <laughs> part of what you're going to be helping us do is to get the word out that there are some wonderful shows to see of, of all different sizes. Theater's for everyone. Our friend Nancy at the Pantages always says that. Theater is for everyone. And I do want to ask you really quickly, though, uh, what do you, do you like stage better or TV? Because I know you've done a lot of TV roles and you have some cool things going on. You know, I get, I get asked that question all the time, and, and I, I hate to have a wishy-washy answer, but they both are fantastic in different ways. And Absolutely. The thing that I love about the theater is that it, it is it is a, a moment-to-moment experience. And from an actor's point of view, um, when you're on stage, there's nothing like that energy that you get from the audience. And just knowing that, that you are taking that audience on a journey with you from beginning to end. They're going to they're gonna feel things that they didn't feel before they entered those theater doors. They are, they are going to forget for at least, you know, a few minutes whatever trials they're experiencing in their everyday life, and they're going to go on a journey with you, and you get to take them on that journey. And there's nothing like feeling that energy. Um, but, you know, on the, on the other hand, it's, it's a, it's a one-shot deal when you – <laughs> when you're out on stage and you've got thousands <laughs> or hundreds of eyes looking at you, if someone goes up on a line or if you go up on a line, that's it. you got to fish yourself out of that hole. Um, the nice thing about film or TV is that, especially nowadays, it's all digital, so you don't have to necessarily worry about the, 
you know, the cost of film and all that stuff. But um, you you do have a chance to, to, to do another take if you didn't like the way that one went. Or you can give different options for a scene and then let the editor choose which is going to work best to serve the story. So both have their, their pros and cons. But I think my first love will always be live theater. Absolutely. Well, it's, just, it's funny because live theater is a journey that you take with everyone in that room. But then like film and television, it's... Capsule, it's encapsulated and it's there forever. For example, like Hello Dolly, like starring Carol Channing on Broadway, mm-hmm. it's like so many people think Barbara Streisand because she did the film, you know, or or, or Shirley Jones from um, d- d- doing the movie musicals. Like she's she's always like Marian Librarian or like to everyone, right. you know. And right. it's just like it's so it, there's something very special about that. What for you? What are some of your favorite roles that you've played? Oh gosh. Um... I think probably one of my all-time favorites, there's, there's two that really stick out in my mind. One of them was I played uh, Sister Mary Leo in the musical Nonsense. Awesome. And so fun. <laughs> so fun, I know, <laughs> I right? I love that show. Well, <laughs> well when, I, when I did it, it was when Nonsense was first on the scene. It wow. Hadn't, it wasn't the worldwide sensation that it is now. Mm-hmm. And there weren't five different versions of it. It right. was just the one show. Funny. And I was in one of the very first productions on the West Coast. And we honestly did not know what to expect. We didn't know if we were going to get audience members or picketers. Right. Because, you know, people mm-hmm. thought we were making fun of the, mm-hmm. the Catholic faith. But we ended up getting a little of both. We got mostly audience members, but then a couple of picketers. And we ended up, it was so successful that they kept bringing us back um, run after run after run for three years. Wow. Standing room only, standing ovations, multiple curtain calls every night for three years. It was amazing. Wow. With the most amazing creative team, the most amazing cast that are still my family today. Um, so that uh, also I got to do uh, Mary Jane Wilkes in uh, Big River. Nice. And that was also one of the first times that was done on the West Coast. And I loved it because I got to kiss the guy who played Huck Finn, who <laughs> I had had a crush on for at least a decade prior to doing that show. That it's is, a little side benefit. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Good for> you. <laughs> so it was memorable for that reason. Yeah, and it, hashtag yes, goals. Exactly. So yeah, good. <laughs> exactly. Well, JJ, we can't wait to hear everything you're going to be covering for us and having you, you know, we look forward to having you back on again soon. And like Will said, thank you for joining our ensemble here at West of Broadway. Well, I am so excited to be doing this and to be uh, bringing the theater experience to every one of your listeners. I'm so thrilled to be part of this team. And then, JJ, you are jenniferlynohara.com online, and that's with two N's in Lynn, and then at jenniferlynohara on Instagram, right? That's correct. Wow, Yay. nicely done. Oh, thank you. I know I can barely remember yours, Will, but JJ's, I got now. <laughs> Will Armstrong PR. I got it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so JJ, thank you. We'll let you get back to, she's a, an avid gardener, Will, when she's oh. not doing shows and acting, and she's written two books. Well, we'll have to get into all that soon, for Heck sure. Yeah. But definitely send okay. us a, a picture for a hashtag TBT, Throwback Thursday, of you at age Perfect. six, please. Yes. The chicken Little. <laughs> we oh. need that. <laughs> Okay, we'll do. <laughs> All right, girl. Love you. I'll talk to you soon, okay? All right. Bye, Bye JJ. Bye. Bye, hon. Bye. She's awesome. Isn't she sweet? I'm so excited. That's like the first time you guys have met. Yeah. No. Yeah. She's, like, I knew exa- you did not um, underestimate how sweet and lovely she is. Yeah, and I'm she's really, wonderful. I'm so excited to... Um, to bring her into the family. Yeah. And you know what? If there's a show you think we should ask JJ to see or that Will and I should come check out, we would mm-hmm. love to hear from you. You can reach out to me on Twitter and Instagram at Radio Lara, and that's L-A-R-A. 
And I'm Will Armstrong PR on both Twitter and Instagram. And you can find us on Facebook at West of Broadway. And also westofbroadwaypodcast.com. Oh, yeah. Catch up on all the previous episodes. I always forget about the website. Are people still going to websites? Or is I, I, it just all iTunes? Well, it's there just to be safe. And also we, just to be safe. we, we stream on <laughs> broadwayworld.com. We're available on oh, iTunes and them. Stitcher. Yeah. Like it's just, yeah. Broadway World for me, when I go on the website, Will, it's almost like suddenly an hour has gone by. I'm clicking on different things, and I'm like, oh, wait, I was supposed to be making dinner. Are the kids okay? All right. <laughs> Everybody's still there. Oh, my gosh, I love them. So there's always a lot to talk about with theater in L.A. and the O.C., but I'm especially excited heading into fall this year. Yes, it's going to be magical and wicked. Yes, at the Fantages. <laughs> All right, well, thank you so much for joining us here on the podcast. And if you're looking for us. We'll be at Wicked. You can find us just west of, of Broadway. Broadway. Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There's enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.